Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Average Joe's Bible Study. Uh, I'm Kevin and this is... I'm Aaron. Uh, today guys, we're going to go over um, Philippians 4, 6 through 9. I'll give you a little backstory. So uh, I'm about a week, a little over a week out of prison and I just got some really good news from my parole officer today. She said I can get my own place, which is a big deal to me. But I couldn't do it originally coming out of prison because I was interstate compacting, which means I was going to a state that I was not doing prison time in to do my parole time. But as she gives me this permission to do, to get in my own apartment, I start to get in my head a little bit. Aaron, you know how that is, right? Exactly, man. I'm in there all the time. Well, not in yours, but mine. So I start to worry about where I'm going to live, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to drive. My Jeep is at a mechanic uh, right now, and he says that he won't be able to get to it for two weeks. And I start to worry about all these little things. But I know that I shouldn't. Uh, so I wanted to read a, a Bible verse that would help me um, today. So that's what we're going to go over. Before we get started, how was your day, man? How how was work? Uh, man, work was, was really busy. Um, I, of course, hate my job. I'm trying to make the best of it. Um, so I just treat my work like a workout. Uh, a couple guys I talk to about workout work with me also, so we usually kind of race through things. And uh, our boss loves it because we keep beating all our goals, so that's always good. That's good. It's a it's a good way to to look at something you don't like doing because we know that we often have to do things that we don't want to. So that's a that's a good way to go about that. Yeah. How was your day? Uh, it was good, like I told you. So last night I had a job interview at Walmart, and I got offered the job, so that was good. I'm still waiting on a couple other job offers to come through. So uh, I might take it. I might not. But it was good to know that I have one in case I need it. And then, like I said, I had my first m- meeting with my pro officer, and it went really well. I think that it went really well. I hope that she can see that I'm striving to improve and serve God, and so I will be a low-risk candidate. So we'll see how that goes. Awesome, man. Did you see the workout I sent you this morning? I did see that, man. I uh, need to go back and look at it. So I got a weighted vest last night, along with a 10-pound medicine ball. And with, so with instructions. The medicine ball has instructions. The listeners need to know that. With instructions. Uh, I'm going to pull that, that picture up real quick. I sent Aaron a text message of the photo of uh, the instructions that it had on it. Because it came out of the box, it says, set up, remove the medicine ball from the box and check for possible shipping damage. Your medicine ball is now ready for use. <laughs> uh, so we thank, we're thankful that companies are always thinking about us and making sure that we know how to use their equipment. So my workout this morning, I, did, I got up at 4 like I always do, and I did my workout at 5. It was called Weigh Me Down. It was... Five rounds of 20 push-ups, 10 jump lunges each leg, 10 medicine ball burpees, 20 squats, then two overhead medicine ball throws with a sprint to get the ball. I did that all while wearing a weighted vest and uh, everything but the push-ups I had the uh, medicine ball involved too. So it's a lot of fun, man. I, you should really look into trying to get one of these weighted vests. I definitely have looked at a couple. So... Anyway, that was that was my day. Uh, like I said, I'm 
I've been a little bit anxious. I've been a little bit, I haven't been resting in God like I should be. So, uh, why don't you pray us in real quick before we start reading the scripture? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you again for just another beautiful day. We thank you for fellowship. We thank you for opportunities. Uh, Lord, we just want to just ask you to use us, Lord. Just fill us with your wisdom and knowledge that we could uh, search your word. Uh, may we say a special prayer for our friends that are still in Lansing. Um, I got some more news the other the other day, man, and it's just not getting any better. We just lift them up to you, Lord. Just comfort them. Give them healing and peace uh, for our nation, Lord. Everything that's going on for our leaders, that you'll just give them wisdom to navigate a difficult situation. Uh, we just thank you for everything. We praise you. Um, just can't say how, just can't say enough how awesome you are, Lord. Thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well said. All right, here we go. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. I'm, of course, reading out of the New International uh, Version. I also have an app pulled up on my phone, so while we go through the scripture, we can look at maybe a couple different translations, but I'm going to read out of the uh, New International Translation. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if any, excuse me, if any thing is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Amen, amen. And all God's people said. What did you get out of that, Aaron? So, man, immediately, uh, when I looked at this, you mentioned earlier, immediately one of the things I see is think about these things, and he gives us that list. Um, because, man, you know, I get stuck in my head on some crazy things. Uh, I'm going through a situation with, with my girlfriend right now where it's really easy for me to be anxious and think about, the negative and the things that I see going wrong or the things that I may dislike in her or the things that she dislikes in me. So I, I get in my head and I begin to get real anxious as far as, um, man, just letting those negative thoughts come in. And, and it's telling us, man, whatever's true and pure and honorable and lovely and commendable and excellent, think about these things. Um, man, I'll spend so much time thinking about everything that can go wrong and all the negative and all the things that aren't going my way. Um, but, man, just giving that prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to God and, and letting him know, like, hey, this this is what I need. Um, man, that's, that speaks a lot to me, man, about how I need to keep my thoughts on that path. Yeah. So I think that that is that's a very good point. And one of the, the first things that also stuck out to me is what do we think about, right, and how that affects our peace, our inner peace with Jesus. Because we can spend all day thinking about negativity, but if we spend all day thinking about what goes wrong, then we have to spend the rest of the time thinking about how to fix what might possibly go wrong. But you're right. He's, Paul tells us very clearly, uh, think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise, right? Praiseworthy. Um, what else does he say? That are lovely, that is admirable, right? Because if we think about the good things, right? If we think... And 
whether it's a relationship or a situation or a job change or looking for an apartment or your car is broke down, if we think about just the problems, then it's e- we're just going to create more anxiety. But if we if we look towards the good in it, then we don't have room for anxiety. If all you're thinking about is the blessings you've received, there's not room for anxiety in your heart because Jesus has already filled up your heart. I mean, that's exactly right, man. We, we've got to make sure to stay focused on those things, man, and and know that, that God is there and that, that he dwells in us and that that spirit, that it will give us that understanding and guard our hearts and minds. Because you're right, man, if we're thinking about those things, that's what we're going to see. That I mean, we see it in people all the time that are just the negative Nancys, man. You see it. They just find every single little thing wrong. And you'll be in a good mood, man, everything going good. And then you would be like, oh, man, I didn't see that. You know, yeah. It's, it's, they'll they'll be quick to point out stuff that you didn't see. And it's, it's easy to, to get in that kind of, same kind of mindset. It's almost like as if you had a friend and you said, hey, man, how was your day? And he said, oh, you know, I work and I hate my job. Does that sound familiar? Exactly, man. That dude's a jerk and he probably shouldn't even be friends with him. <laughs> uh, but but it's important that we, that we keep our things on. You know what I like about this? So this isn't isn't really to the point that I wanted to make in this in this, with these verses. But I love what Paul says in nine, right? Because it reminds me of something. And I'll read it real quick. He says, "Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you." So what that what that's telling me? What I get when I read that, right? Is, I want to be like Paul. I mean, I'd like to be like Jesus. But Paul's a great man of God, and he's somebody that I can emulate. And he's saying, look, for me, I don't read it as him telling me to emulate him. I'm, I read it as Paul saying, hey, people are going to have to look up to you if you want to be a leader in the church. So you need to walk it out in a way that they can emulate, that they, they see what you're doing, whatever you're doing at any moment, whether it's inside your house or it's at a church or if it's at your job site and they emulate it, they will never be wrong. And so that's that's a good reminder of me, like, hey, I need to be the leader that I want to see in the church. So I really like that. Well, it's definitely good, man. I, I know when I'm at work, I, I always try to find the best, man, and I try to find a way to, you know, we, we lift a lot of heavy totes full of pretzels and uh, carts. We push them around. So I always look at it as a workout. So I'm like, man, I'm getting paid to get my workout in, and when in that situation, man, I'm always ha- I'm happy about it, man. Like, I'm, I'm happy at work. Yeah. When I leave, and I'm like, God, that's a dumb job. But it, when it I'm, be... there, man, I'm looking at the good things, uh, man, people yeah. see it. Like, I, yeah. like, I'll stay busy, man, and people see that, and what, uh, so, so I work with my girlfriend, and she, 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 uh, watches me at work sometimes, you know, cool. A little, a little creepy. Yeah, a little. She creeps okay. on me, but but she says she said she watches people like uh, there'll be nothing to do, and I'll start moving some totes around or start sweeping up the floor. And she's like, "Man, it's funny to watch because the other guys will watch you, and then they start doing something." Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's important to be that that role model that we want that we want to see in the church, right? What is uh What do they say? Be the change you want to see in the world. Right, exactly. that's Paul's way. Of, that's Paul's way of saying that. Uh, another thing I wanted to look at. So this is really what I was 
like the heart, the crux of the issue for me, right, was my anxiety about everything that's unknown. But I love it. It says here in uh, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so I have the New New Living Translation pulled up. I just like to read that because I, I like the way it says, it says it in here, right? It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And so when I read that, it hits because it's, it says, tell God what you need and then thank him for all he has done. As if you assume that he's going to give you what you need, right? We don't have to wait until we see the answer to our prayer. We know he's going to answer our prayer. Yeah, and that that eases my heart a lot. That takes some of that anxiety away because I I did find myself right before I had this meeting with my parole officer where I was going to ask if I can get my own place. I said, "What are you doing? Just go to prayer." And I did. I prayed, and that whole meeting I was relaxed. And then when I asked the question, I was relaxed because I knew that whether I was going to get my own apartment or I wasn't, that God was walking me through that situation. And what God wanted to happen was going to happen. So yeah. I think that's really cool how the New Living Translation puts it. That's de- definitely, man. It's so easy to get anxious in, special, in situations like that, man, and to begin to worry about the, the responses and everything you're going to get. I know I worry a lot. You know, like I, I just told you, man, you know, my, my bank account's really low. Um, I'm going to pay till Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry, like, and God provides, man, like a, a ministry we work with here in town, a, a lady called and was like, hey, I got I got a whole bunch of extra beef tips and potatoes and some cookies and stuff, man, I'm, I'm going to drop them by. Oh, wow, cool. I was hungry, you know? Um, so God has always provided, man, and I think it's important yeah. to look. That's, that's part of the thinking on the good things, too, and the lovely yeah. things. And God always provides, man. Like, I've always had everything I needed. Which is why I think it's so cool how that that's worded. God does provide, right? So then it's, it, that's why I like this, this, you know, you know me, I do not like, I do not normally read from the New Living Translation. I'm not a big fan of the New Living Translation, but I really enjoy the way it says that. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all you have done. We know He's going to do it. We know it. We can look back and see in all of our past. How much he can, how much we come through because of him. So we know he's going to do it. So really, I, I got to try to keep that in mind when I start to get anxious, when I start to worry about, oh man, I'm starting to look at all these bills. I've got first month's rent. I've got last month's rent. I've got deposit. I've got to fix my Jeep. I've got to pay for my license. I might have to pay for an interlock device. But then I got to remember, hey man, God just got you through four years of prison, and when you thought your life was over. He showed you that your life was just getting started. So you don't think he's got rent? You don't think he can cover rent, the God of the universe? Yeah. Yeah, dude, God's definitely got things under control, man. Like, if we just look at it, and I was careful in the way I worded it, you know, God always gives me what I need. I don't always get what I want. (laughs) But looking back, like, some of the times, dude, some of the times the things I want weren't the best option anyway. Like, then when God shows up and you get what you really need, you're like, oh, man, I'm kind of glad I didn't get what I want. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, all the time, because that, that, I think that happens to everybody, right? Everybody who's walking with God, we have at times, even if your walk is really good, 
you've asked for something that's not the right thing at that time. And it may have been with good intentions, but you've asked for the wrong thing at the wrong time or the right thing at the wrong time. And then you've been able to look back at that in your life, right, and been like, wow, God knew what he was doing. And that's a really cool thing to be able to know. And that that I cannot stress how important it is for you to, to gather your peace from what God has brought you through. For some of our younger listeners, if you're younger and you're listening to this, maybe God hasn't pulled you through that much. Maybe your life's been pretty easy up to this point. Maybe you don't have that experience to rely on. But I would tell you, look around to the people that do and see what they've been through and how much God has gotten them through. God always gets us through. And that can that should, when you pray on it and you think on it and you talk to God about it and you read the scriptures, that should ease the anxiety that's going on in your heart. Exactly, man. I mean, it's very well said, man. Making sure that we're looking for that stuff too, man, like like keeping our thoughts where they need to be, like the scripture tells us. If we're looking for it, we'll find it. You know, there's good somewhere. There's people around us who are being blessed, people around us who God is showing up in a mighty way. Um, and, And so for all the the younger listeners, and even men, even the people that are just in in some crap right now, like there's like you're breathing, you know. We talked about that often, Aaron, me and you, when we were in prison, about how sometimes when you don't feel God moving in your life, it can be equally as motivating to see God moving in other people's lives. So if maybe you don't feel God moving in your life, He is, but I get that we don't always feel that way. Look, you're right, Aaron. Look towards other positive things that see God moving in other people's lives, because that'll give you the confidence and the the peace that'll allow you to know God's going to work in my life too. Just, this just isn't my time. This isn't m- my story. This is His, but or hers. But God will work in that time. That's something me and you have had a conversations about. Because man, for a long time in prison, I felt like. Like, I was trying to be obedient and do the right things, but God was not moving in my life. But all through that, God was moving in my life. I just couldn't see it. But I could see him moving in my friend's life, and that kept me going. That kept me in my word, kept me praying, kept me in the church leadership team, kept me going to church every Sunday, right? Because I seen that God was working in other people's lives. And that can do that. It can be that way for you. If you, if you feel like you're stagnant, if you feel like you don't really feel the Holy Spirit pushing you along, Look for other people of God moving in their lives, and that can help you help you have peace as well. Well said, Aaron. Dude, it can be the little things, man. I'll, I'll just super fast little things, man. I, I have my car in the driveway, so we have. I, I live with five with four other guys. There's five of us that live here, and we share parking. And uh, I was getting ready to move my car. Something happened. My roommate was like, "Hey, man, uh, I, I'm going to pull my car in." I, I, I'm going to move yours. I'm like, okay, man, here's my keys. I get in it this morning, man. I got a full tank of gas. Like, I, I was tripping. I was like, man, I only got $14 in the bank. I, don't, I still have to go to work this week. Uh, man, and he texts me. He's like, hey, man, I just seen your gas was low. He's like, no big deal. I had extra money this week. I, I got overtime. No big deal. Like, something that simple. Like, it's a little thing, man, but that, like, he didn't really know that I didn't have money. Like, he didn't know that. That's God moving in in big ways. So little yeah. ways are big to me. I think we got to just for one second, real quick, just say praise God for that tank of gas. And I don't want to sound too preachery, but that's amazing. 
That's God moving, man, and I love seeing it, and it makes me happy to see. Definitely, man. I mean, that that, that give me to work for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's great, that's, man. That's good stuff, man. I mean, if we're looking for it, it, it it'll come, man. Definitely and encourage we have, people to start looking for it. So, so really, with Philippians four through four six through nine, man, it's just saying, hey, pray and ask. Pray and ask, and then give thanks to God because He's come through already. You don't know it, you don't see it, but He's given, He is, uh, He's come through already, and you'll you'll see it eventually. And know that God's peace, right? Jesus tells us, "My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. I do not give as the world gives." Right? We know that that the peace that God gives transcends everything, right? And with that peace, it'll guard our understanding and our love of Jesus. Right? We know that we need to keep our thoughts pure. We need to keep our thoughts towards the good, the admirable, the lovely, because that's what what God calls us to do. And that'll that'll push out negativity so we don't feel anxious. And then we have to be we have to A emulate those men of Christ that we have around us that are doing the right things. And B, we have to be the men that can be emulated. So that was that that is a brief description of what we talked about and what we covered today. Aaron, is there anything I missed? No, man, that's that's exactly it, man. I, I just I just want to challenge people to find something good. Man, I know I, I know I'm not involved socially, but but Kevin keeps me updated. So anyone that's listening, man, I challenge you to find something good, man, and just just give us a comment, man. Just say, hey, this is what I found. Because we need to hear that too. We need to we need to hear the good things, man. So just shoot us a comment like, hey, man, this this is good and it's going on. Yeah, we'd love to hear what's going good in your life. What God is doing, big or small. It could be as small as God provided you a, uh, a single meal, meal or as big as God gave you thousands of dollars. We don't care, big or small. That's exactly right. I'm going to pray us out real quick, Aaron, all right? Yeah. All right. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we have to come before you and look at your word and try to gain what you are, and allow us to implement that in our life, God. We just ask that you allow that to really sink into our hearts, that every day that we read these things, that you don't just let it go in our ears and out, that you let it take root, let it take root in our hearts so that we can walk with you, walk with you and show people you and so that we can better glorify you. We know that we do not do anything except for to give you praise and glory, God. Our whole purpose on this earth is to give you praise and glory and show you love. And we just ask that you continue to help us do that. Help us do your work here. God, please be with our brothers who are in prison, in prison, uh, who are struck by the COVID-19 virus. God, please be with everybody around the world that's struck by that virus. Let them know, let every single person on this earth know that you have a plan in it and that you, you will, sir, you will win this battle, that you've already won this battle. God, just continue to be with us and our families. And let us know that that you love us by giving us your warm embrace every day. In your beautiful son, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, and once again, Average Joe's uh, Bible Study. You can get it on any platform that has podcasts. Please share with your friends. Let them hear it. Uh, we're just trying to reach out and, and touch somebody's life. All right?